I said it's podcast with Christian time, podcast with Christian time, podcast Christian, podcast with Christian, podcast with Christian, and it's Yankee Sun style. What you see, what you see, is what you get, is what you get. What you see, what you see, is what you get, is what you get. All right, y'all. Now, we're back at it again with the Smooth and Cool podcast, Telling Season with Cool Chris Smith, all right? Now, within light of all of the things that have happened this past week, I'm looking at it on my TV now, as a matter of fact. In uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Minneapolis, Minnesota, we have Dallas, Texas, the lives that were lost, um, not just from uh, our community, but uh, also from the police force. Uh, our heart goes out to their families because uh, no matter what the situation is, no lives should be lost. And with that being said, I want to bring a fellow Bowie State graduate from the Epsilon Sigma chapter of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Go ahead, put your hands together for my brother Trayvon Bond with a poem entitled Freedom Writers. All right, you can hear me, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. I remember fighting my own people when we've been fighting the wrong fight. My black people, we're supposed to be fighting together, not stating the next time I see you, we're so on sight. We had freedom writers. We've been fighting over 400 years for our freedom, right? And 150 or so years ago, they supposedly gave us that. Hmm. Well, this ain't the freedom that my ancestors was fighting for. Nah, not this shit. They can take it back. I speak rage with that. Hmm. They got a badge and a gun all aimed at us. How are we supposed to be safe with that when we're the ones that they're aiming at? We march in the streets. We lost and complete. We chant change, change, but that change won't come if our skin stays the same. Our black people lost. Our justice system flawed. I get down on bended knee. I'm praying to the Lord up above. Father, I come to you heart heavy and head by. I was once told you give your hardest battles to your toughest soldiers. I didn't get it then, but I get it now. I ask you to look over our people. Because the ones that are chosen to serve and protect us are being deceitful. Sam Cooke saying a change gonna come. I told him I don't believe you. But my faith is in you, Lord. A wise man once told me, keep on searching. You're gonna find what you're looking for. Peace and equality. Use me as a prophecy to our people. Amen. All right, child, I'm back, and I want y'all to give a big round of applause for my man Trayvon Bond, okay? I heard that, and I was like, man, you know what I'm saying? You got you got to share that on the show real quick. He's like, man, I was, just, I was just seeing all the things on social media. I was um, seeing all the things on the news, and I felt like I had to do my part to at least express myself. And, um, and who am I to stop people from expressing themselves from the way they think, um, even if I don't agree? You know what I'm saying? We are only human beings, and... Uh, and, and, and it's a, it's a part of it's a part of life just to express yourself. But anyway, you all can follow him on um, his social medias at T Streeter thirty two. Again, that's T Streeter thirty two. Let me know what you think down in the comments box about my man, Mister Trayvon Bond, representing the Q Dogs. Okay, now is where I, I start to at least give some of my thoughts and insights because as we all see, we're getting tired of it, and everybody is looking for a release. A, a relief of a, of expression, okay? Now, one thing that stuck out to me that I remembered and I was telling some of my friends and my parents about is um, it seems like the Trayvon Martin incident sparked all of this, all right? Now, of course, people were getting killed by law enforcement. Black men have been getting killed in this country, <laughs> I tell you, since the beginning. 
since the beginning. But anyway, now I feel like since the Trayvon Martin shooting, okay, every year since, uh, what was that? That date was uh, February 26, excuse me, 2012. Now, since 2012, if you go and it is statistically proven, okay, that black men, black people have been unjustly treated by the um by the justice system <laughs> our entire times. Now in school one thing that they was telling us and I urge you to look up for yourself uh is about the origin of police officers. You know what I'm saying? When we were first brought to this country uh I don't think that there were police officers walking around or, or, or riding around getting people for broken taillights or, or, or marijuana charges or what have you, okay? Now, the first police, to my recollection, they sat at the end of the slave owner's house, all right? And they, they went to go find those escaped slaves with the other slaves that didn't know any better to want their own freedom, okay? Now, for black men... To only make up about 13% or 14% of America's population and to overwhelmingly be incarcerated and to overwhelmingly be stereotyped and killed by law enforcement, these are the problems that are arising in today's issues, okay? Now, one thing that stuck out to me, okay, when I always had to learn about the civil rights movement and uh, history class courses, um, was was the thing that brought this country down was the monetary value. When they started the uh, the bus boycotts and uh, they were losing monetary value, they they losing money in their pockets. Okay, when they're directly affected. Um, and, and I it said best by uh, David Banner. Uh, hold on, if I could find it for you guys. There's only two things white supremacy respects. Here we go. It's the loss of life. Uh huh. And the loss of finance. When they, were passed, when they passed that law in Mississippi and in North Carolina, what did they do? They contacted PayPal, and PayPal said they're pulling their, country, they're, they're, they're pulling their contract and their company out of North Carolina. Now, these are, these are big corporation companies. It's about you're either going to affect finances or you're going to affect somebody's lives. If those cops felt like if they killed a black man, woman, or child... And something was going to happen to their family or going to happen to them personally, they wouldn't do it. Now, this brings up a good point about about self-preservation. Okay, now this is this is a big thing that um, that I've been seeing in America, because it's like as long as I'm okay right now. (laughs) <laughs> then yeah, I hear about that. I feel bad for that, but it's it's like no it's no actual thing being done. And what David Bannon was speaking to is saying that unless their lives are being threatened the same way our lives are being threatened, or their money is being threatened, then there won't be a change. Because there hasn't been a change. They've been marching since Martin Luther King, and we're still dying every single week. Okay. Now it's so many um, different opinions and, and so many different lifestyles that we have. So, so you can't, you can't um, make everyone agree with you. But uh, this lady, Jane Elliott, she, she, um, she explained it good, I guess. If you white folks want to be treated the way blacks are in this society, stand. Nobody's standing here. That says very plainly that you know what's happening. You know you don't want it for you. 
I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it to happen for others. Now, that's real deep um, because she she challenges. And uh, if you see the video, it's all white people and it looks to be back in the uh, the early 90s. So this video is not new. But uh, she challenges the white people in the audience to say, um, you know, if you don't want to be like them <laughs> and you wouldn't want to be like them or be in their position, then why would you stand by and let it happen? You know, and, and, and that's for all of us because... Yeah, we can say Black Lives Matter, which I would like to add. I feel like the media is twisting and taking all of these other places, which allows people to twist and take them all of these other places. Now we have White Lives Matter. Now we have uh, um, the the lesbian and gay lives matter, uh, pets matter, which they all do. But that's that's um, that's deterrent from from the subject right now. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about black people getting killed by the law enforcement. OK, we're not talking about the gay people getting killed or the white people getting killed or the pets getting killed. Because um, ask Michael Vick, if there were dogs getting shot every single week by by police officers, someone would be in jail. OK, and I'm not lying to you. Earlier, I spoke about um, people talking about solutions. Now, I, I told you how. How the country, or I felt that the country wasn't built for us, and uh, many of you should too also. But uh, I also feel that even though the country was built on racism, and we've moved far from there, we're not in slavery anymore, um, but I feel that, that it, it, it was, it, it's not, it's a systematic approach to wipe out a certain section, okay? Now, the stereotypes that linger today, okay? Now, I would say that they were formed back in the day. You know, black people are lazy. Black, we're not even talking about the lazy stereotype. The stereotype that we're talking about is fear, okay? Now, in a lot of these cases, the, uh, the police officers, they're able to, to, to skate by, even um, the witness protection guy that killed, uh, is the Zimmerman guy. They killed Trayvon Martin, which I said earlier, I feel like started all of this. Even the Zimmerman guy, all they had to do was feel threatened. He followed Trayvon Martin for like a mile and a half. How can you follow somebody, get out of your car, and pursue them but feel threatened? I digress. Now, this man, uh, Mr. Alton Sterling, okay, I seen on the news today, white guy talking about, um, well, they said that, that he was reaching for the gun. In the pictures and the video... They clearly, like, one police officer has his, has his right hand, and the other police officer is kneeling on his left hand with, with his knees, both of his knees. My point in saying this is no matter what the situation is, no matter what happens, the black person will always be seen at fault, and the officers are always going to be trying to defend themselves. Now, this, this is okay if you're actually trying to defend yourself, but for the case for my man in Minneapolis, Minnesota, I, I can't get his name right now, but um, from what, what I'm saying, it was a stand-up guy, okay? Now, the officer that shot him four to five times, and mind you, a lot of these shootings, even the guy Sterling, majority of these shootings, the person is shot six to seven times, five to six times, but you're threatened. So if you're threatened, you let off that one shot, boom, boom, or two, whatever. But you're one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like those is the shots that niggas is getting hit with. I feel like I was about to start rapping, dropping some knowledge on you niggas real quick. 
And now these stereotypes don't just go for the law enforcement. They go for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because majority of white people will probably feel threatened around black people. Now, I know I'm not, I'm not going to say uh, there are absolutes because there are no absolutes. But I've seen plenty of the times. I'm a 130 pounds with glasses on. You know what I'm saying? And old white ladies clutch their bag when I walk by. I have on Spurry. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? This, I'm making that point to say that this brings the fact of the police having, having, a, having a predisposition before they even approach the car. You know, having your hand on your gun before you even approach the car. That has happened to me before. But on the other hand, I've seen three white people beating up two white cops. They was jumping them. They was fist fighting like this was street fighter. No one was shot. Um, like my man Jesse, I can't think of his last name, but you all know him for the powerful speech. Big up to that brother. He needs to be leading something to stop, uh, to stop all of this, to stop, to stop their money flow, basically. Because as we see, money flow or loss of life is the only thing that's going to stop our loss of lives. But um, but he he basically stating that law enforcement is able to disarm, safely disarm, white people each and every day, and um, black people are getting killed left and right. And, and there's a predisposition before they even get to the car. Of course, you're going to be scared if you're scared before you even meet me. Um, it, 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 it's it's baffling. It, it's mind-boggling that um that that you would even tell someone to do something like like Pinky. Y'all seen uh y'all seen next Friday? He like he like why you in here? Craig like yeah man, that ain't my nickel plate. That's like what it is. Reach for your ID. All right, I got my nickel. Bow one two three four five six seven. Shots in a nigga real live. And the media shows that they don't protect us because they show what they feel protects their interest. Okay? And um, uh, they, they make us sound like a, a drug dealers, gangsters. Um, these, these, are, these are wholesome kids. <laughs> Half of them school kids. You know what I'm saying? The point is that if we don't do something about it, and, and, and just more than talking and, and, and marching, man, some things have to systematically change, all right? And, and I named this podcast Civil Unrest because we're at the point of civil unrest. And we're at the point where, where things have to change or we got to make them change. And, and we keep saying change, but honestly, the country was built years ago. Hundreds of years ago, we've been out of slavery for 150 years, so so that'll tell you how long the country has been built. And um, and the Willie Lynch letter talks about how to systematically uh take down all of us for generations and generations and generations, and, and we've been uh, we've been falling prey to the system of uh of media and 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 all the rest of the things that don't really matter that uh, are just just put to block our rights and block the things they talk about gun laws, um. <laughs> but but we're not the ones that that possess the heavy AK-47s. We're not the ones that that are doing those uh those crazy killing kids in schools and movie theaters, man. Uh, they talk about black on black crime, which which I'm not going to say does not happen, but we need to focus at the task at hand because these law enforcement officials are there to protect us and they've just been getting over. None of them uh, none of them are being held accountable, and it's not even about the individuals being held accountable. The system has to be held accountable. Thank you. You niggas be safe. Oh, baby, I have good-